Scouting Radio is a product of the Extreme Media Network. For advertising and sponsorship opportunities, please visit www.extrememedia.ie. That's X-T-R-E-M-E, media.ie. We surveyed, we listened, we responded. You told us how you wanted to listen and view Scouting Radio. Now you can see and view our content live and on demand. Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Scouting Radio and view our live shows or YouTube, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Scouting Radio Studios. Mr. Show, listen on demand. Search Scouting Radio in your favorite podcast store or visit ondemand.scoutingradio.com to download the latest news on the Scout Movement. Scouting Radio, listener-supported radio for the Scouting Movement. It's Justin Dawson, it's Scouting Radio Live. Reflecting on the World Scout Jamboree, were you there? Did you send your scout there? Live coverage, right here on Scouting Radio. Justin Dawson with you. Uh, apologies, I have been missing in action for part of the coverage of the World Scout Jamboree because I fell ill and I'm still a bit recovering and thank you for all the messages that came in wishing me well. Um, if you'd like to get in contact with the programme and the station, you can do so by emailing studio at scoutingradio.com. That is our email address. You can tweet Scouting Radio, uh, all one word. 
that is at scouting radio all one word and of course we're live on facebook facebook.com forward slash scouting radio and on demand you can find out how to watch us on youtube on twitter and facebook and also listen to our podcasts that's available at www.scoutingradio.com our official site and we're going to be doing some tweaking with the site soon because of course the world scout jamboree is over and we've been sent so many photos and so many videos uh, to cover the world scout jamboree and if you have some really really cool photos that you want to have up on the scouting radio website you can email them across to us at studio at scoutingradio.com view scouting radio on facebook facebook.com forward slash scouting radio youtube youtube.com forward slash c forward slash scouting radio studios or as a podcast search scouting radio on your favorite app store now, so many things have happened uh, since our last report uh, from myself from the World Scout Jamboree site. And I know uh, Ed Evans has been keeping us up to date with what's been happening on the site, as, lo- as well as David, Michael Orr, Bill Cherry, Leo. Thanks to Leo Mendel, who um, gave us access to stream both on Twitter and uh, on Facebook at the same time. That was great for the opening ceremony. Thank you so much to Leo as well uh, for doing that. And I wanted to say a big shout out to Scott, Scott Armstrong. He was leading up the international media team there at the World Scout Jamboree. He sent us a load of material to Scouting Ireland, their contingent. They're now in uh, Canada post World Jamboree. Uh, camp before heading back to Dublin, Ireland and all the scouts from across Ireland uh, dispersing back home and also I want to say a big shout out to the Australian contingent to the Mad Hatters they're, they're a great group they're, we're going to be showing some of the videos from the Mad Hatters uh, that from the UK contingent and to uh, Mark Bees, who is the USA World Scout Jamboree contingent uh, lead uh, for their social media page for sending us loads of material. John May, who is um, in charge of the um, Duke of Edinburgh Award, he was at the World Scout Jamboree and he sent us loads of fi- videos to use with Scouting Radio and loads of audio as well. We hope to con- contact John once he returns from the World Scout Jamboree. Um, but to Dung Beetle uh, and to Jake Goodall, uh, who sent us some of these videos, have a look. Hi guys, welcome back to Dung Beetle Live Youth Takeover. So today here at the World Scout Jamboree it is cultural day. So there's no activities running and scouts can go around looking at all the different cultures, all the base camps, each uh, unit is making food and showing off different cultures. I heard some Aussies are doing some Vegemite and Lamingtons, which is Pretty much Aussie as you can get really. So I'm standing here, behind me is World Point. So this is where all of the contingents, um, management teams and contingent trading posts are. They're just a great place where you can meet new people, meet people from all different cultures. And then tonight to top it all off is our Unity Show, which is the one I'm working on. It's gonna be an absolute 
crazy amazing celebration of culture we have some amazing people talking about religions and different places that they come from and to top it off we have an amazing disney band tonight that's going to perform all of the hits from disney and it's going to be absolutely insane so tonight is the night of a closing ceremony after amazing world scout jamboree we've had an amazing 10 days the participants have enjoyed absolutely everything there is to offer so we've been rehearsing for three to four five days almost on this closing ceremony so you know it's going to be absolutely spectacular so if you want to watch it remember they do live stream so just check the description box and you can find the link if you want to watch it but this is if you haven't watched any of them this is definitely the one you want to watch tomorrow morning we're flying out to LA where we get to spend a day at Disneyland and then up to Canada which we're all very excited about so stay tuned for those videos because they're gonna be very exciting so today we're at Disneyland with Emily and a new friend Alexa and Isaac well not new friends but they're here are we all enjoying Disney yeah, yeah. <laughs> where are we going now uh, we're gonna get some Mickey ears. Mickey ears, some and food. then and some food. We're uh, so hungry. <laughs> and then we're so hungry. <laughs> what are we riding next? Uh, uh, Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> we're all gonna get wet and soaking wet. It's gonna be so much fun. So we finally got to Canada. We've gone through Vancouver. We arrived at Calgary. We took our bus ride, and we've arrived at Mount Royal University. And we've just checked into our accommodation. And the accommodation here is, I'd have to say, probably the best of the trip at the moment. I have a room all to myself. It is absolutely beautiful. Comparing to a hotel, definitely. I am very impressed and very tired. So this is gonna be a great afternoon nap for me. So tomorrow we start our activities. We're still waiting on which activity we start with. I know I'm in group three. So if anyone's in group three, shout out to group three. Um, tons of different things that we're doing. We're going to Banff, we're going to uh, Olympic Park, we're doing illusions, just tons of different things. So we're all very excited. But tonight is a rest night. We're all going to get dinner and have an early night. So tomorrow we can get excited and start our activities. Okay, so don't be a live youth takeover. Done for another day. Bye. See you tomorrow when we start activities. The scouting movement is listening. Unlock the 24th World Scout Jamboree with live audio, Facebook Live and YouTube Live only on Scouting Radio. Jake Goodall reporting for Scouting Radio and uh, have a look to, at these videos from Scott, Arm Scott Armstrong uh, who I mentioned earlier uh, also was leading up the international media team at uh, the World We are live from the World Scout Jamboree. My name is Tim Kidd, I'm UK Chief Commissioner, and I've had the fantastic fortune to come out and meet people from the UK at this World Scout Jamboree. So first off, let's meet the people we're going to chat to today. So would you tell us your name and where you're from? I'm Cheska from Marlborough in Wiltshire. I'm Beth from Marlborough in Wiltshire. And I'm Thomas from um, Swindon in Wiltshire. So it's the Wiltshire contingent, and you are unit number... 78. Unit number 78, how good is that? So, well, I'd like to ask you to start off with just a few things about your first impressions when you arrived at the Jamboree maybe the first morning when you looked out from your tents how did it feel what was your impression of this astonishing place it was quite unreal because we've been building up to it for so long we've had eight training camps building up to this and finally being here it was a bit strange 
Like, so, so it was a bit strange. Yeah. A bit strange. That, that was the first impression. A good, good strange. Oh, a good strange. It was a good strange. Excellent. It kind of like felt like we were in the Truman Show because it's so massive. It's like a whole like city, but everyone knows that we're here and like it just feels not real. So a huge, huge city where everybody knows yeah. each other. Yeah. Astonishing, isn't it? Yes. Um, I thought it was amazing. We were told that it's like the second largest city in West Virginia at the moment is us. Um, and it's just so huge. We arrived here by coach um, last Monday and it was just so huge. And you, we drive all around the campsite and there's just tents, rows of tents after tents after tents. And you just see all the activities and it's just like the dream that you sort of were thinking of all these years. And it's finally here. So the, dream, the dream has come true. Brilliant. And talking of dreams coming true, we just need to look focus on your foot just for a second. So you've got a plaster cast. Tell us about how you managed to do this. Um, I, I broke my ankle before I came um, about three weeks ago and luckily I'm still able to come. It was, it was effectively just uh, I, I slipped over basically and crushed my right ankle. And so have you had lots of help? How has it been being at this huge site with, with a broken ankle? Everyone's helped and even people we don't know have volunteered to like, help push me up hills. It's been fab. And um, I've still managed to get out and do lots of good activities like archery and, um, and shooting. And I've gone to all the, the world point behind us and, um, and just done lots of culture and learned about culture and sort of personal development and stuff like that. So it's still been brilliant, even with a broken ankle. Great stuff. So what's been the most exciting thing that you've done since you've been here? Um, yesterday I went scuba diving. That was pretty cool. Uh, just meeting lots of people, swapping badges and neckers with them, learning about lots of different cultures, that's been amazing. And you can learn a lot about different cultures in the global village behind us, which is really cool. Excellent. So the most exciting thing for you? Um, probably the culture day, because we just learned a lot about different cultures and try some of their foods and what they do. Excellent. A bit of culture, always good. And finally, what's been exciting for you? Um, I've I've really enjoyed um, the activities and the opening ceremony and the um, the culture ceremony. It was just it was just really awesome to see everyone together in this sort of we're in a big the arena right now. It's just huge, 40, 45,000 of us together, and we have these little wristbands that allow us to sort of connect um, and make friends basically. And they all lit up in like a, and the whole arena was orange and it was immense. It was really cool. Absolutely brilliant. So one of the most important things I think from a Jamboree experience is what is it that you take away? What goes back with you? Um, and that's the, the memories and the, th and the things that you've done that you'll think about for years and years and years to come and that might change your lives. So what's the thing so far? Because it's not over yet. The experience has lots to go. So far, what's something that you think you will take back a memory with you from this experience? We'll start in reverse formation this time. Um, probably all the friends I've met. We've met, pe met people from America, Bolivia, Italy, um, and I just I really hope that I'll stay in touch with all of them. And I've also sort of really sort of built my confidence and sort of teamwork skills basically that I think will serve me for life basically. Excellent. So, what are you going to take back with you? Um, probably like the whole experience of meeting people from different places and doing lots of new things. Great. And finally. I think I'll take back with me all of the friends that I have made um, with our wristbands. We can keep in contact with them, so that's really good. And also all of the new things that I've tried, so lots of new experiences that's been really good.
Brilliant stuff. Thank you very much for sharing your experiences. So that's all about 45,000 people connecting together, a power of youth making the world better for people in the future, and that's how you do it. You take it home with you, and you keep it with you, and you act on that and remember your experiences. That's the end of this live broadcast. Join us for the next one. Where Good afternoon, everybody. How are we doing today? Doing great?
had pride of place. It's very simple. Just a piece of wood, probably about the size of one of the pieces of wood on the campfire, fashioned very gently into the shape of an arrow painted gold. It sat in this scout headquarters for many years. In 1939, ten years later, Poland was invaded. And life for many Poles became very, very difficult. And many Polish people chose to leave Poland to escape. And one person who was a pilot of an aircraft decided that he would run away from his home and that he would travel through Europe and that he would go and fight for peace in the United Kingdom with the British Air Force. And he was a scout. And just before leaving, he took the golden arrow the wall of his scout house. He put it in his rucksack and he took it with him. Well, many of you will know the history of Poland after the Second World War. During the Second World War, Poland suffered slavery. And after the Second World War, Poland was a part of the wider Soviet Union. And this pilot never got to go home. And he kept this golden arrow as a memory of the scouting that he had done and its vision of peace that Baden Powell had put inside it as he sent it away. This airman eventually joined a local scout group and the little golden arrow ended up sitting on the wall of this scout group in the United Kingdom. Meanwhile in Poland, scouting was changed a little because the communists didn't like some parts of what scouting did. And scouting was no longer recognized in Poland as part of the world organization of the scout movement. And it stayed unrecognized until Perestroika and the fall of the Berlin Wall and everything that went around that and the fall of communism. This little golden arrow moved by that time to somebody's attic. It was in a box of a collection of bits and pieces. But in the middle of all of this, eventually, Polish scouting was recognized again as part of the World Organization of the Scout Movement. And British Scouts and the Polish Scouts 
decided that they'd hold a camp together to celebrate their partnership and to celebrate Poland becoming part of the world movement again. At that time, I was the international commissioner for the United Kingdom. And I received a letter in a long time before emails. I received a letter. The letter said, I don't know if you'd be interested, but in my attic is a golden arrow. And I think it used to belong to the Polish scouts. And I've read, the letter said, that Polish scouting has just become part of the world organization of the scout movement again after many years of not being recognized. Would you like the golden arrow? That's exactly what I said. Yeah. I had the privilege of taking this little golden arrow in the back of my rucksack and going to a camp in Warsaw, at which incidentally was the chair of the now the, the person who is now the chair of the World Scout Committee in Great Turkey was a young person at that camp. And at the closing ceremony of Polish Partners, which was the name of the I was able to present the International Commissioner of the Holy Scouts with this golden arrow from the Third World Scout Jamboree. Probably the proudest moment I've had in my life. Why do I tell you that story? Because this Scout talk is meant to be about peace human rights. And for me, that little golden arrow embodied the spirit that Baden-Powell wanted us to have as scouts. Ours is an extraordinary movement. We are part of the world's biggest peace movement. We're sitting in a very wet field in West Virginia because every four years, World Scouting comes together at a World Scout Jamboree. For the 10 days of our camp, we forget about the political differences that might appear between our countries. We forget that our countries may even be at war with each other. What we remember is that we're all part of humankind. Each of us can hold within us possibility of peaceful coexistence with other people. And for those 10 days, something magical happens. 
If you're visiting in January today, just for the day, I guess you might be able to just get a little taste of that by seeing all the different countries represented. But those of us who are camping here, we know that there is something magical going on. People have been cooking food for each other in different countries. People have been singing songs and learning dances and playing games. And these are people who may never meet each other again for the rest of their lives. But what they're doing is that they're creating an extraordinary spirit of peace. And when Bacon Powell created the idea of the World Jamboree, he had a vision in his mind. And it was a very simple one, and possibly a very naive one. But it's one that I hold in my heart. It is that if young men and young women from all the nations of the world can camp together when they grow up, they will be less likely to want to go to war with each other because they will understand each other as human beings and greet each other as sisters and brothers. And that's happening today, right now, here at this World Scout Jamboree. Around this campfire circle, there may be a future president, a future prime minister, maybe the head of the army, or the air force, or the navy of the countries that you represent. And when you are in a position of leadership, maybe, just maybe, you will think to yourself, back to sitting around this campfire, and the message of that little golden arrow and that message of peace that Bailey Powell sent around the world. I think there are three things that we can do scouting when we go away from this place to help young people understand about the qualities of scouting. The quality of human rights and the quality of peace are at the core of what we do as scouts. When each of us became a scout, we made a promise. And inside that promise are all the values of the rights of the child, of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, of the creation of the United Nations, and of the future of our world that we look towards with the Sustainable Development Goals. They're all there in the simple words that we say in our own languages when we choose to become a scout. As scouts, and particularly now I'm speaking to those people who are wearing blue or grey scarves rather than red ones. As scouts, we can help young people to discover the importance of that in very simple ways. We can 
talk about peace and human rights. And we can provide program activities that help young people to develop an understanding of what those are. We can exist for human rights. Because as an organisation we should stand up for what is right. In exactly the same way as that Polish scout leader decided that he would stand up against Nazism. And we can live through human rights by making sure that as leaders we give young people the respect that they deserve and the rights that they deserve. And through our leadership, role model the sorts of people that we hope that they will grow up to be. And if we do those three things, then actually we are able, I think, very practically to help young people to discover the importance of this and the importance of human rights. They may be taught about it in the classroom as well and at school. But what goes on in the classroom is only half the story. The real learning of who you are going to be and what you are going to do in your life probably doesn't come through academic study. It probably comes through the time that you spend in the scout troop or the cut scout camp or the rover crew. And the relationship you have the adults who show you the values that you should take through the rest of your life. I'm going to finish with a story. And it's one that I tell in a lot of different places. And it's one that some of you who are standing around here will have heard me tell before. And the reason I tell it so often is because for me at the heart of it, is what scouting can do for young people. I was told it by a young man who I first met in a refugee camp in the middle of or the border of Uganda and Rwanda many years ago. And we were sitting around a campfire like this one, although actually it was a real one. And we were all telling stories. And he told this one. Once upon a time, because that's how all the stories begin. Once upon a time, there was an eagle. And the eagle laid an egg. And then the eagle died. You may say, ah, you're a very good audience. Well done. Luckily, a chicken found the egg, and it hatched the egg. So this little eaglet grew up believing that it was a chicken. It scratched and it scrabbled at the ground. It never learned to fly. One day, when it was very, very old, it looked up into the sky, and it saw, flying above it, this majestic bird. It turned to its friend and it said, What's that? 
I don't know why it spoke with an English accent, but it did. And the friend of the chicken said, ah, well, that's the eagle. It's the king of the birds. It lives up there. We live down here because we're chickens. And that eagle chicken lived and died a chicken because that's what it thought it was. The moral of the story, I think, is obvious. As scouts, we have the responsibility through everything that we do, through a culture of peace, through a culture of respecting the rights of others, through a culture of standing up for what is right. We have a responsibility to help the young people in our charge to discover the evil within them, to set them free and let them fly, just like the arrow that baby Paul sent third World Scouts January. We open now the door for any questions that you may have. Hi, 
I'm Pinga from Hungary. It's very scary to fight your fight, isn't it? It is. Uh, why did you go to that refugee camp and what did you do there? Well, at the time, I was a volunteer with the Scouts, but also with UNICEF. And there was um, a really appalling uh, thing happening in, in Rwanda at the time. Rwanda is now one of the, I guess, one of the fastest developing and most successful uh, economies in sub-Saharan Africa. But at the time, it was uh, in a real state. Uh, there was a state of genocide. And um, uh, two uh, um, conflicting parts of the country were quite literally killing each other. And so a large number of people chose to leave the capital and to travel on foot, often, um, to uh, get away and get to safety. And they traveled north to the border of Rwanda, to the, uh, to the Uganda border. Now, I had been working in Uganda. And um, I had been training teachers and doing other things to do with uh, helping with child immunization. The scouts in Uganda were working on a big project at that time. One morning, I was spending my whole summer one morning, my, my minder, the person who was looking after me, uh, woke me up. His name was Gabriel, which is a great name for somebody who's got to look after me, uh, an angel. And he said, uh, we're going to go on a journey. And I said, well, okay. How long is it going to take? He said, well, pack your bag because we're going to be gone for two weeks. So I said, okay. And we traveled. Um, all the way to the west of the country, to the border of Rwanda, and to this refugee camp. There were 30,000 people in this refugee camp. 15,000 of them were under the age of 15. So imagine the same number of people at this chamberry. Of that 15,000, about 10,000 of them were under the age of six. And they were dying. And they weren't dying because they didn't have enough food. There was plenty of food and plenty of water. We were only three miles from the Pan African Highway. They were dying because if you're a little person, you don't have anybody to look after you and give you a couple to pick you up when you fall over and to play, and to sing, and to stimulate, then you quite literally shrivel up inside. And these little kids were losing the will to continue living. It's awful. One day, over the hill, just outside the refugee camp, came Joseph, the boy who told the story. He was on his bicycle, and he was from the local secondary school. And um, he and his friends came into the camp before and after school every day, and played games with the children, and 
them up, sat them up at their knees, and told them stories, and saved their lives. And that same night, Joseph told the story that I just told you. We were sitting around the fire, and I was sitting next to him, and I said to her, why do, you, why do you come every day? And he did that. And every time I tell that story, it has the same effect on me. That is the power of the promise that we make. Because Joseph was a scout. And he knew that it was the right thing to do. Stand up for them. We are at the heart of peace and at the heart of human rights. Scarf. 
and the scouting for uh, uh, commemorate the extraordinary acts of bravery that were undertaken by scouts at one of the darkest times in Polish history. So scouting in Poland, scouting in Poland is unfunny. And I'm really proud to have so many friends in Polish scouting. Because I think uh, Polish scouting represents for me the spirit of our movement. Thank you very much. Let's help and bring another round of applause for the presenters of today. Thank you very much. And as a government, I appreciate you would like to be here with the Scouting Sustainable Force official start with the PIM. Thank you. Thank you everybody for joining us today. We would love to have you here tomorrow. We will start at 8.30 with more scouting activities, more scout talks, and more adventures for another day at the jungle. Thank you very much. And greetings from West Virginia, USA. Anish and I are both representing uh, the Duke of Edinburgh's International Award here at the World Scout Jamboree. And you don't often see this, the Secretary General of the Duke of Edinburgh's Award in a Scout uniform. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What do you think of this place, Anish? Oh, it's a like, really good place. And uh, here uh, we can see uh, the main stadium uh, for the World Scout Jamboree. And today we are going to have a opening ceremony here. And the next important thing is, at the World Point stage, I'm going to uh, talk about my 7th Summit climb with the uh, World Ready flag. Oh, and we're so excited by your 7th Summit climb and the way in which you're going to be uh, helping people around the world to understand something of the, uh, the power of the award and the impact that it has on young people. Listen, I'm really sorry I can't be with you at your conference. Uh, as you'll appreciate, we're a little bit busy here, uh, but what I hope uh, you'll have today are some brilliant conversations about how you can bring the award to young people in Nepal. Uh, I just want to say thank you to you for everything that you're doing to support young people because, you know, the award wouldn't work without its volunteers and I am so, so proud of everything that you do to make young people world ready. Hashtag yes. we world are ready. We, we are world ready. ready. From West Virginia, USA, the 2019 World Scout Jamboree on Scouting Radio. Want to say hello to the Unit 17 uh, of the 24th World Scout Jamboree uh, for the UK contingent. Have a look at some of their videos. Hello, here we are. Uh, we've just met outside the Ford Theatre. So everyone's here, we're just counting up, making sure everyone's here. We've just been buying souvenirs. Everybody here? What did you get, Jack? Come show us. What have you been buying, Jack? Ooh. Lovely lollipop. The sourest thing in the UK, in the US. What's that? Radioactive candy. It's like, it's like you dip sweets in. Lovely. 
Okay, well, I think we'll move on from you. How are we doing, guys? Kellyanne, are you tired? Yeah? Uh, James, what have you been buying? Been good. What's that? A what? A Chick-fil-A. You lot keep going over these Chick-fil-A's. I don't have one of them yet. What's... Uh, oh. oh. Have you not put that away yet? You not put that away yet? Four dollars. Ten minutes to blow four whole dollars. This is what they've been doing all afternoon, scooting around. Scooting around. What are you buying, buying peeps? Look at that hat, Washington DC. It's really big, all well, your head fits in it, so that's okay. Shrink it in the wash. Bought any good souvenirs? Or badge and a hat. The O's. What have you been buying, Ellie? Anything good? Stuff for my mum. Is it another spoon to hide? Is it another spoon? More hats. Bucket hats are in, everybody, if you didn't know, apparently. How are we doing, Nutman? Um, guys. I think we haven't done it for a while. So birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Chloe, happy birthday to you. So, right, we're going to go get some lunch. So everyone's here. Let's go. Here we are. We are in Washington DC for another day. Loads of other units have had to leave. This is our extra day that we got. Uh, so we've come to the Smithsonian Museum. Check out this. Yeah. Uh, pretty decent architecture. Look at this. It's natural like a castle from the outside. It does look like a castle, yes. Quite obvious, isn't it, because it's red. So we are going to have a little wander around, educate ourselves for the morning. Uh, then we are meeting at Ford... Uh, Ford's Theatre. Theatre. Meeting at Ford's Theatre. And if you, yeah, if you watched the video earlier, you know that's where uh, Lincoln got shot. So uh, we're meeting there later. And going to the mall. That's right. So look at this. That's us from the outside. That's what it looks like from the outside, but it's a bit redder than that. It's red. I was going to say. There you go. This is very nice. Bit of education. Some of the kids have gone to the Space and Science Museum this morning uh, just because um, they didn't do it um, and we raved about it, so they've gone there today. Jade. Hi, Mum. How did you even know that your mum had already said hi? Was she on there? She is watching. I awesome. already said hi. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Yeah. This is our extra day. It's quite nice, actually. There's not so many kids running around. It was a bit mad watching 4,000 kids run around Washington uh, on a Monday. Obviously, it's a bit more calm, a bit more sedate. Hello, Mr. P. Mr. Layton. I hope you are enjoying your holiday. Sunning yourself, I'm sure. Tour guide. 
Live from West Virginia, USA, the 2019 World Scout Jamboree on Scouting Radio. Justin Dawson helping you to look back on the 24th World Scout Jamboree live on Scouting Radio. The Scouting Movement is listening. Unlock the 24th World Scout Jamboree with live audio, Facebook Live and YouTube Live only on Scouting Radio. Now, what about the English contingent who... Went to an American sports culture baseball, and they set up the uh, they set up the Anthony Santander official fan club so much that ESPN zoomed in on them during the baseball game, and Anthony Santander said thank you to all the UK contingent, four thousand of them at the uh, Anthony. Supporting Anthony Santander behind um, behind him, like sitting behind him and singing chants and oggy oggy oggies and everything going on. We'll try and get a clip here and uh, show it to you on Scouting Radio. I'm Sarah from West Sussex and I'm the number one member of the official international Anthony Santander fan club. View Scouting Radio on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Scouting Radio, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Scouting Radio Studios, or as a podcast, search Scouting Radio on your favourite app store. So have you any videos or um, photos that you want to send to Scouting Radio? Please do so. You can Facebook them to us facebook.com forward slash scouting radio where we're live at the moment you can also email them to us studio at scoutingradio.com and all the ways to contact scouting radio available on our official website www.scoutingradio.com now some people have been asking about our official scouting radio world scout jamboree badge we're actually sold out of these but we are thinking of doing another run of them so if you are interested in picking up one of our official 24th World Scout Jamboree badges uh, for from Scouting Radio. Please get in contact with us. And if the demand is high enough, we'll run another batch of them. And our thanks to Karuna Badges for supplying us with those badges free of charge uh, because we were using them as a fundraiser for Scouting Radio and keeping our station broadcasting to you. Other jamborees have been taking place around the world. What about the Harlem Jamboree? Have a look at this. View Scouting Radio on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Scouting Radio, YouTube, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Scouting Radio Studios, or as a podcast, search Scouting Radio on your favorite app store. Now, the Harlem Jamboree, that was amazing there in uh, Sparnwood, 28th of July to the 6th of August, just finishing off now. And uh, next year, the Essex Jamboree. Hi, I'm Paul. This is Karen. We are the Jamboree Chiefs for the Essex International Jamboree 2020. It's a year to go to our event and we look forward to welcoming you all onto site in less than 365 days. We've got over 200 volunteers working hard to bring you the best Jamboree ever. Get your bookings in on eij.org.uk and we'll see you on site very soon. 
Want to learn more about scouting? Log on to scoutingradio.com or follow us on our Facebook page and get the latest on your Facebook newsfeed at facebook.com slash scoutingradio. Big shout out to the 55th Cork Scout Group who went over to Candlestag and also with the Books Scouts. They were there for the 1st of August, such a special day in Switzerland, which is uh, Scout Day in Candlestag and the Swiss, na- Swiss, I should say, Swiss National Holiday as well. Um, have a look at it. Thank you. 
Australia. Be prepared. Austria. Iceland! 
How about you guys doing? Sri Lanka! 
Now, I want everybody going crazy for our host country,
learn this will be possible without the hard work of our volunteers. Today we have the largest number of volunteers on site in PIST's history. 110 pinkies and greenies from all over the world. Hand of applause for the pinkies!
Scouting Radio is listener-supported. Help fund the station through your donations and purchases. Check out our online store at scoutingradio.com. Now, unfortunately, the Charnwood 2019 was pulled to a halt early because of flash flooding. It was really bad um, about two or three days into the Charnwood International Scout and Guide Camp. So sad, like with so much planning that goes into place. And I hate hearing parents complain and people complaining about, oh, the camp was pulled short. Could they not have pulled through? They're doing it on a health and safety assessment. And I have to say, like looking at some of the photos that came out from Charmwood, it was the right decision to make. It was the right decision. And some some complaints about even the World Scout Jamboree and Buses not departing on time and then people missing um, connecting flights and so forth. You're talking about 45,000 scouts to get off the Jamboree campsite. It's a logistical nightmare to try and keep everything ticking over so smoothly. And incidents will happen. And you know what? It's a minority. And congratulations to all the volunteers that kept the World Scout Jamboree ticking over. Live from West Virginia, USA, the 2019 World Scout Jamboree on Scouting Radio. Want to say hello to the 25th Cullinan uh, Scout Group. Did a night at the museum at Ditsum National Museum and Natural History, old Transvaal Museum, and it was incredible fun. Cubs slept in the bird hall, watched over by the dodo and some vultures after a museum tour an exhilarating treasure hunt and a movie in their auditorium. The Discovery Centre, which we visited, they visited this morning, is worth a visit at sufficient time. So we're asking our listeners, what's been the most interesting place that you have camped? Let us know on Scouting Radio. This is Bill reporting from the 24th World Jamboree at the Summit Bechtel Reserve in the United States. This is our last day of the Jamboree. Um, things are starting to wake up. Uh, the participants are starting to arrive as well as the staff members arrive. Just going to lift the phone up so you can kind of see how foggy it is here in uh, wonderful West Virginia. So we're getting near the end of um, an absolutely wonderful time for about 48,000 people here in the U.S. And uh, look forward to possibly, in my case, joining you at the Moot in Ireland in 2021. For Jamboree, or excuse me, for Scouting Radio, this is Bill Cherry reporting from the Summit Vector Reserve. So today's the Cultural Celebration Day and we've been showing people from different countries Vegemite and Tim Tams, and a lot of them have really enjoyed the Tim Tams, but not so much the Vegemite. Um, so, because it's the Cultural Celebration Day, we got to try other delicacies of other countries and so we have been able to try English tea, which was very nice. Tonight's the Unity Show and we're looking forward to the Okay, so within this camp, within this contingent, we've actually learned a lot about different cultures and how they react to different aspects and beliefs. And I believe that tonight, that Unity Show and this cultural day will actually upbring that idea and those encouragement of how we celebrate our Aussie culture and how fellow cultures and countries.
You can save me in the kitchen, looking up the roast. Oh, get you right on toast. Just you and me and not the Later on, we'll settle down and go on the porch. I watch the possums play. Give me a home among the gum trees, with lots of gum trees. A sheep or two and a kangaroo, because I have the whack, the rain around the front, and the old rocking chair. There's a step way out the corner, and a walking down the street. And a brandy place they open up to regulate the heat. But I take the old glory for a little bush retreat. With a cool cow, Paris, all is listening. Unlock the 24th World Scout Jamboree with live audio, Facebook Live and YouTube Live only on Scouting Radio. What has been your favourite moment at the World Scout Jamboree? That's what we're asking our listeners and of course as Scouts return home or even go into home hospitality if you want to get in contact with Scouting Radio at any time visit our website www.scoutingradio.com Was it Bear Grylls, as um, he was descending into the Jamboree campsite for the opening ceremony, was it the drones or was it the fireworks or was it just absolutely everything? Was it the food huts? Loads of people commenting on the food huts. Was it the badge trading or was it the whole international flavour? Let us know. Visit our website, www.scoutingradio.com. You can comment on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash scoutingradio on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash Scouting Radio or at Scouting Radio. You can use the hashtag Scouting Radio, all one word. And uh, all the details, of course, always on our official website, www.scoutingradio.com. View Scouting Radio on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Scouting Radio. YouTube, youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Scouting Radio Studios. Or as a podcast, search Scouting Radio on your favorite app store. Amazing to think half of the people here are girls and it's fantastic. And as Scouts, we help where we are most needed. You know, just today, I've been reading amazing stories about you guys, about Scouts helping in refugee camps, about Scouts helping in disaster zones, about taking care of our neighbours, 
about making the planet a more sustainable, better place. Scouts, you are amazing. The scouting movement is listening. Unlock the 24th World Scout Jamboree with live audio, Facebook Live and YouTube Live only on Scouting Radio. Yes, we are covering the World Scout Jamboree. It's Justin Dawson with you and want to thank once more Dung Beetle and Jake Goodall, Scott Armstrong, Scouting Ireland, uh, World Scout Jamboree contingent, the Mad Hatters, the UK contingent, Ed Evans, David Bloodshot, Michael Orr, Bill Cherry, Mark Bees, the Australian contingent, John May and Frank Schwartz uh, giving us reports uh, at the World Jamboree and so many of you sending in photos and videos that's made up this broadcast of looking back on the World Scout Jamboree. I found this blog post and I thought it really adds up about what a jamboree of this nature means to people. Have a listen to this, listeners. It's called When I'm Gone. Well, that's it, folks. The World Scout Jamboree has come to a spectacular close. But if not all of the UK contingent is now eventually left sight and is either heading off on their travels or heading for the Washington DC or the contingent post event. Or indeed, we are already there. For the last fortnight, you have lived in peace and harmony with your fellows from all over the world. You have met friends that will stay with you for your life. You have experienced cultures that will shape you as you grow and develop after this jamboree. Together, we have set an example of how society can and arguably should function. We have built the second largest city in West Virginia from scratch, and with few notable exceptions, it was the most perfect place to live. We exemplified the values and we promised to love, buy and truly became global citizens. No one was without healthcare. Trust me, I have to go to get stitches. No one was without a roof over their head. We traded patches of cloth as currency. We freely exchanged ideas, values and cultures. We have sang songs in languages we don't understand with people we didn't know. We have been working towards our personal development goals and I sincerely hope that if you haven't completed them uh, at this jamboree, you gave them a good try. And most of all, I hope you have enjoyed the journey. Right now, we have summited our personal scouting Everest. Whether this is the first time you have been to a summit or you have been here before, now is the time to start the descent. A lot of us have further adventures to have, whether it be hosted hospitality or post-event tour or some independent travelling. I'm sure this will be exciting and will be part of the adventure, but the main event we'll be building towards is now over. Two years. It seems like it's gone in a flash. I hope it's been worth it. All the training, all the hype. I hope it was everything you wanted and expected and so much more besides. It was for me. But now, with the journey almost at an end, what next? For you, some, you may say that's easy. You may be moving to university or college when you return to the UK. You may already be signed up to the next adventure, whether it be something like the Essex International Jamboree or Brum Jam 2020, or perhaps even Europe Jam 2020 in Poland. For some of you, the thoughts may be towards the 15th World Scout Moot in 2021 in Ireland, or perhaps even the BSA National Jamboree right back in the summit in 2021. Or you may have placed your next Jamboree journey 
with a site on the 25th World Scout Jamboree in South Korea in 2023. I may see you one or more at these events depending how life treats me. For some of you, this may have been your swan song, the last hurrah before moving on to something new or hanging up the woggle, so to speak. If that's the case, I wish you well in whatever you choose to do next. In the meantime, remember there's a huge number of people who have supported your adventure to the summit. Nearly 620,000 uniformed members of the Scouts in the UK, less than 5,000 have attended this jamboree. This is besides your family and friends who have supported your fundraising or your employer who gave you the holidays to have this adventure. When we get home, I implore you to shout about the jamboree. Run presentations with your groups or units or districts about the event. Help sell South Korea 2023 to the next generation who will be eligible to attend. Volunteer to talk at your local AGMs about the experiences you've had. Show your pictures, share the games and songs that you've learned about the Jamboree. Volunteer to speak with the local round table on Masons or Rotary Club etc. to share your venture and interest them in supporting future events. Remember, the overarching mission statement from Wuzum, the World Organisation of Scout Movement is creating a better world. For a fortnight in the summer of 2019, the second largest city in West Virginia just did that. And that's from Martin, and uh, it's called Martin's Top Tips um, for, uh, for members of the UK contingent preparing for the World Scout Jamboree. What an excellent blog by Martin, and thanks for sharing that, Martin. From me and all the team behind the World Scout Jamboree coverage on Scouting Radio, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Keep listening because we are the station that broadcasts all the scouting news and information from jamborees, local camps and everything as podcasts and live on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and more. You can visit our website www.scoutingradio.com for more. For me, Justin Dawson, thanks for tuning in and uh, I'll be back with you very, very soon. The scouting movement is listening. Unlock the 24th World Scout Jamboree with live audio, Facebook Live and YouTube Live only on Scouting Radio. 45,000 scouts from 150 countries are having the most amazing time of their lives here at this 24th World Scout Jamboree. For so many of them, this is a dream come true. When the Scouts made their promise, many of them would have not known that they are part of a global family. Many of them will not have known what it means to participate in a World Scout Jamboree. And many of them will be unaware yet of the life-changing impact that the World Scout Jamboree will have on them. But the reason that this World Scout Jamboree has been such a success is down to all of you the most incredible international service team that has stepped up and gone beyond and provided the most amazing experience for all of those Scouts. So on behalf of the World Scout Committee, I want to thank you for everything that you have done and wish you every future success in whatever you're doing in Scouting. Thank you.